Hi, listeners of Crime Scenes and Cupcakes. Allow us to introduce ourselves. I'm Beth. And I'm Bailey. And we, we are, are True Crime b and We do a podcast every week. We release on Fridays. And every week we'll bring to you two different true crime stories. First we'll bring you a disturbing story. And then one that will hopefully uplift your spirits a little bit. We'd love to have you listen to our <laughs> podcast. Yeah, so join us every week on Friday. Find us anywhere you find your podcasts on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, I don't know anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> and also you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at True Crime BNB. Did we even mention that we're mom and daughter? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you join our crime family. Bye. Bye. Crime Scene and Cupcakes is an independent podcast created in the Anchor app, funded mainly through advertising. The podcast often has coarse language and disturbing content. Please listen wisely. Hey guys, it's Marianne. Dog Mom, Baker, True Crime Podcast Maker, and I want to welcome you to a bonus episode of Crime Scene and Cupcakes. We're putting out this extra episode because it's Gun Violence Awareness Weekend, and especially with all the events that have just repeatedly happening, we thought it was especially important to try to bring awareness, which I know everybody is aware of it, but bring awareness of actually what is happening in Kansas. days and the weeks of multiple tragedies, the fight to end gun violence has never been more urgent. We have got to address this crisis in all forms, including mass shootings, domestic violence, firearm suicide, and daily gun violence. Come on, people. Haven't you had enough? Aren't you tired of seeing this in the news? In Wichita, Kansas, over Memorial Weekend, we experienced over half a dozen acts of gun violence. Another victim, Jackson Hunt, was a victim of a hit and run as she was running away from gunfire at a graduation party. A graduation party. She was just two doors away from her own home. 17-year-old Boise Bearfield was gunned down at her own graduation party. The Wichita Police Department even held an emergency briefing for its citizens. Interim Wichita Police Chief Lib Moore said to the group as it gathered on Tuesday, The same community leaders that you have seen over the past few years, the past three, four years, are the same community leaders that are standing behind me now. I don't see any new faces back. 
back here, he said. And so we need more community involvement. And as he was speaking, I scanned the crowd behind him and it dawned on me. He was exactly right. I mean, it's a podcast, so you you can't see what I'm talking about. So I am going to tweet the picture out so you can see it. Those of you who live in Wichita will know what I'm talking about. But it's the same faces. They're amazing faces. They're wonderful faces. We have seen them in the community working so hard to make change. And for those of you who think, oh, it's a group of middle-aged white men, you cannot be further from the truth. They are black and they are white and they are across the board, varying different communities. But it's the same ones. It's the same ones I've seen year after year after year working so hard trying to make a change in Wichita but the difference I saw this time was they look tired they look so tired from carrying the burden of having to do this and he's absolutely right if we want to make a change We need the younger generation. We need you guys. We need you guys to step out from behind your screens. We need you to roll up your sleeves and step behind the podiums. Change. Go ahead and retweet. Go ahead and do those things. But then step out from behind that. And get behind our leaders. And help them make those changes possible. Change in legislation is most definitely all about the perceptions in the community as well. Now, there is one amazing, incredible young leader in Wichita. His name is Javen Gonzalez. And oh my God, he is... He practiced what he preaches. I mean, he began as he was actually noted when Twitter was just becoming Twitter. And he had an article done about him as one of the most influential tweeters in Wichita. And it wasn't only because he was one of the most dapperly dressed Wichitans at every Wichita event. I mean, of course, he was, you know, one of the wardrobe guys at Johnston, which was a very high-end boutique here in Wichita. But he spoke out about change and he wanted to make a difference. And holy shit, guys, he did. He did more than just talk about it. He started going after legislation. He started going after representatives and he started to make a social impact. So he is a true young leader in Wichita. So there are those who can do it. So we're reaching out to more of you. I know there are more of you out there in Wichita. So 
So younger people listening, let's talk numbers. And for our more experienced listeners, you need to hear this too. 13.3% of every 100,000 deaths in Kansas are due to gun violence. But Kansas has few gun restrictions, not even background checks for private sales. Now that's not to say background checks would solve all the problems. However, it might assist in closing up the boyfriend loophole. So for those of you who are not aware of what the boyfriend loophole is, federal law prohibits domestic abusers from having guns, but only if they have been married to, have lived with, or have a child with the victim. It does not otherwise prohibit abusive dating partners from having guns. This gap in the law is known as the boyfriend loophole, and it has become increasingly deadly. The share of homicides committed by dating partners has been increasing for three decades. And now women are as likely to be killed by dating partners as much as they are by spouses. Now, that's talked about a lot. Women being killed by their boyfriends. However, I want to take a moment and not to jump on the train, but let's talk about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing. Johnny Depp was recently awarded in the case he had with Amber Heard. And Johnny Depp has rightfully been finally acknowledged as being abused by Amber Heard. So I wanna talk about a case that happened here in Wichita, where 22-year-old Amer Holt was walking out the front door of his apartment he lived in with Rena Han Wen, when Wen pulled out a handgun and started shooting. Holt was hit multiple times and collapsed across the street. By the time first responders got to him, he was in critical condition. They transported him to an area hospital where he had died around 6.30 that night. The two had gotten into an argument around 5.30 that night at Wynn's apartment. And... Right after the shooting, Wynn had left in a vehicle, but she returned while the police were still at the scene and she was arrested without incident. So Rena Wynn pleaded no contest at her sentencing, but there is an open case of domestic abuse between Wynn and Holt back from December. Now, we don't know because it is an open case still and there, there is no information available, as to who was the inciter or anything like that. However, the information from this case, Holt was trying to get away from Wynn. He was trying to flee the scene. They were arguing, they were fighting, neighbors had heard it. He was trying to get away from his girlfriend. And as he was trying to flee, she shot him in the back multiple times. The, she, the girlfriend, was the aggressor to the boyfriend as he was trying to get away. He wasn't beating up at her at the time. There was 
She pulled the handgun from her purse as he was fleeing to get away from her. And she shot him. So we call it the boyfriend loophole. But we need to remember that men can also be victims of domestic violence. And I just want to make sure, yes, many, many times it's these cases, you know, as I said, women are likely to be killed by their dating partners. And it's definitely an alarming statistic. But I want to make sure because there's so many times as we do this and we focus on women because it is a very, very likely scenario. But I want to make sure that as we focus on this, we don't forget that men can be victims too. And we don't discount their stories. When they try to tell their stories and when they're trying to get away from women, women can be violent with weapons as well. So I want to make sure we are sharing that. So especially in this case with Rena Wynn, who had shot her boyfriend, Amara Holt, in the back as he was trying to leave an argument. thank you guys for listening to our bonus episode and I want to thank you guys that listen it's really important especially now that we're going to be featuring cold cases because it's you guys who listen and share the cases that those cases are going to get solved because those people who committed the crime are going to know those cases are not forgotten and that people are always listening and watching and those victims were not forgotten and someday it will catch up to them so on Sunday we are going to be featuring a new podcast and it will not be from Kansas it's going to be a case actually from Colorado because those of you who may not be aware I am not a native Kansan I am actually from Colorado And I want to give some attention to a little-known school shooting that happened in Bailey, Colorado. It's the Platte Canyon High School hostage crisis. It occurred on September 27th in 2006. And I think maybe it didn't get as much media attention as some of the other things that have happened across the United States because it wasn't a fellow students. It was a 53-year-old man by the name of Dwayne Roger Morrison who took seven female students hostage and he sexually assaulted them and then later released four of them. And we're going to find out what happened on that day of September 27th, 2006, how Dwayne Roger Morrison got into that school, how those victims were able to stick together, and what happened to the ones who didn't get out, 
and how law enforcement handled the situation and why this case has not gotten the attention it's deserved. So I hope you guys join me on Sunday so that we can give the Bailey, Colorado, Platte Canyon High School hostage crisis a little bit more information and hopefully prevent those types of things from happening at any other school or any other building or facility in the future. Thank you guys for listening again to Crime Scene and Cupcakes. Please go to the Sedgwick County Sheriff's Office cold cases website to be able to look at those cases and see if you might know any information or share that information with others. And if you do know something, you can go to Crime Stoppers and leave a tip anonymously. Thank you again. Also, if you haven't checked out my friends at True Crime B&B or Method or Madness, Malice After Midnight, True Crime Reverie, those are just a few of my true crime podcast list. They are awesome. They are so interesting to listen to and they always have amazing cases that I love to follow and I always make sure I don't cover a case if they've already covered it. And, well, they don't cover much in Wichita because nobody really seems to know what happens here. We're kind of in the middle of the state, but all on our own. So, thanks again. Talk to you guys Sunday. <laughs>